0: Welcome to episode 340 of Where the Heavenly Bodies Are, Sky Astrology. I'm aka Claudette and I welcome you to this particular episode where I am going to share with you something magical that is happening today at Mount Shasta, but also a movement, a water pilgrimage that has been happening for quite some time since the summer. The reason that it is so important to share this information with you is because we're in this magical, vibrational year of 2020 where a lot of things are coming to the surface. I mean, basically, no rock has seemed to be left unturned. And so on this day that I'm sending, of course, prayers to those who lost dear ones, on September 11 2001 I'm also sending my energy and love to all of us who for the first time in this generation witnessed a real shift in our freedoms and the reason I bring that up is because this is a repetition what we're going through now with possible uh, changing of our freedoms, a shift. And I can see that because of the mathematical um positions calculated for the North and South node. Now the North and South node are always 180 degrees apart from each other. And they're calculated by the path of the moon and the path of the sun crossing each other exactly on the same line on the same linear ecliptic path and when they do that on a new moon or full moon you get the eclipses so that doesn't always happen sometimes you know the sun is a little bit below or higher they don't always meet up but that calculation is always there and this is the calculation we Uh, called the north and south nodes. The north ascending moon and the south node the south ascending moon. And I know from my research and from experience with my clients and also with myself how important and how sensitive this mathematical equation is. When I researched the last time that the calculation was in a focus the thirteenth sign it was on january twenty ninth twenty well two thousand two that was right after the nine eleven uh September so it was four months after where the famous speech from George Bush which used the axis of evil now the reason i want to point that out is because the axis is kind of what the north and south node are to each other they are an axis um from one side to the other through you know a spear position uh being that it's real or imaginary line on which something rotates or a straight line through which things are evenly arranged Okay, so an example of axis is the imaginary line running through the Earth on which the Earth rotates. But this, of course, this calculation of the North and South node is the straight line uh, because it's 180 degrees across from each other. And so I had mentioned in a previous podcast that the first time that we were... Explained this axis of evil pertaining to countries outside of the USA. The lots of changes happened, laws were made, the Patriot Act, the shift. And here we are, I believe, as well, I know astronomically we are at the same point again. Here we are at this point again, but this time the things. Are a little bit different and it's a good thing that they are. We still have Rahu, the north node in Orion. It's at one degree but we have the south node, Ketu, in Afukas. And here where the energy of fire, galactic fire may I add, from Sagittarius and water, the scorpion, deep water energy are healing are coexisting are being in this space and creating the fifth element ether and so when we come from this place of deep emotion and also you know hot passionate fire we can create something when we allow them to coexist within our heart, within our vision of how to make things better. And this is what's so impactful about this time frame, this reoccurrence of the nodes and at this time in our lives where we have a shift in our freedoms so by there being a water activation today on september 11 on one of the international ley lines at mount shasta which is home to the indigenous people of these lands at this time that there are fires emotional in portland that shares the same longitude as Mount Shasta at 122 degrees. At the time we are discovering a lot of things that we are not comfortable with that we want and need to do something about. There is this beautiful moment where uh lots of people are together and being, you know, inspired by the water priestess. And her connection to sharing how to use this water alchemy with whoever is you know, is keen and feels called to be a part of that, and there will be another water activation in Portland on the seventeenth, so if you want to know more information about that, do look at her profile. I will put also a link in this description. Mount Shasta was home to the indigenous peoples of America that were living there and living in all the Americas before the Europeans arrived and all through these parts of Americas especially though on the West Coast where we now have the fires there is a history that needs acknowledging and there are still struggles that are happening today what is so important at this juncture of 2020 is the importance of the spiritual energies and spiritual energy has a huge support from our ancestors and the indigenous people have a great reference for ancestry, as should, you know, a lot of us. And therefore, it is a, you know, incredible alignment, as I call it, that this water activation is happening there and also that this water activation is consistent with the water activations that have um, been part of the water pilgrimage from the water priestess so we had a first one in long beach and then she went east and those were all aligned from the lawn, from the latitude, I believe, of 74, and that added up to 11, from Hunter, New York, all the way down to um, Miami. And then we have now two, today's at Mount Shasta, but there's gonna be one on the 17th, on the new moon in Portland, Oregon. And like Mount Shasta, it has a hundred and twenty two degrees of longitude no latitude sorry so you know this is not a coincidence there are no coincidence when the numbers keep adding up as they do all the numbers were adding up also to Mount Shasta latitude and longitude to seven and four which again seven plus four is eleven so What I just want to share with the beautiful souls that are doing this activation today at 444 is that when you do it, please know that the universe is with you and at that exact time, that 26 degrees is where Pluto sits and Pluto, you know, transformation will be rising on the horizon eastern horizon um, from the view of Mount Shasta and then actually Jupiter is leading the way at 20 degrees of Sagittarius so that's 6 degree difference which makes 24 minutes before that time which actually would be 420 (laughs) right so it's you know really important because I just mentioned that Jupiter is in play and very much so and it's standing still as well at 20 degrees. It's about to go forward. Then following that we have Saturn at 29 degrees in the first house as well and then we have Neptune at 21 degrees. Aquarius which is a 3. Chiron at 16, 1 6 is 7. We have our Mars slowly going retrograde but still vibrating at 9 at 36 degrees of Pisces. We have Rahu at 1 degrees of Orion and the moon at that moment will be almost 8 degrees it'll be 7 degrees and 41 arch minutes and venus will be 7 degrees and 57 arch minutes so these are also you know vibrating at a frequency our sun is shining still in leo at 31 degrees which is a four and mercury is 15 degrees of virgo at home just as mercury's at home in virgo and our son is at home in leo and last but definitely not least is k2 which is the south note and it's at 17 degrees of focus also an eight and you know like i you know notice when the coronavirus first came out in december at the time of the la the um solar eclipse on the Christmas Day, twenty fifth, twenty sixth, that there were a lot of sevens and these numbers when they repeat themselves, just like eleven eleven repeats itself sometimes, this means something. So I'm sending all my love and support at this moment in time and I'm gonna leave you with a word from a indigenous member of the Wintu tribe that believe their souls came from Mount Shasta and who are protecting the water and actually their tribe name means the middle river okay so a lot to love from me I'm with you in spirit
1: A sacred spring when we were created when the creator put us out we came out of mount shasta and inside of mount shasta we were all the spirit beings and while creator was building everything outside these spirit beings didn't have any kind of form of any sort and so when he came in and he said well he's created this place and he needs caretakers protectors you know, those who will take care of it and so up on mount shasta is a spring up there Has forced bubbles coming up. Everything had water and air in it as it came out. And they started coming out. Bears came out, they named themselves bears. And then Elk came out, claimed himself as elk. And all of them, even the mosquitoes, had a job to do. Inside the mountain is one little spirit that's still there, wandering around in there, kind of scratching his head and wondering like, what should I do? Finally, he goes out, takes a big breath and he gets out to the outside, and he I'm going to be human, and runs off down the stream, and uh, the creator thought to himself, oh, that one's going to need a lot of help, so he calls back the fire spirit, the mountain spirit, the salmon has just gone out before him, and so he looks back and he thinks, well, I better help that one. Of their spiritual, and the mountain's going to watch over their territorial. and The water's going to be the where of life. And Sam came back and said that he is willing to give up his voice.
0: The genocide of Native Americans was one of the largest mass killings in human history. Very few tribes survived and were able to maintain their language and traditions. And for many, the threat to their culture continues even to this day. On this edition, Making Contact is the name of the podcast. They tell the story of the Winneman Mintu, the small Indian tribe in Northern California, and tell the story of their struggle to prevent the flooding of the sacred land they have called home for centuries.
2: Sweet.
1: So basically, they stole it. That lake sits on stolen land. And now they think they have a right, without dealing with
2: that issue, to raise it higher and steal more land. The genocide of Native Americans was one of the largest mass killings in human history. Very few tribes survived and were able to maintain their languages and traditions. And for many, the threat to their culture continues even to this day. On this edition, Producers Rachel Galfand and Michael Preston bring us the story of the Winimum Wintu, a small Indian tribe in northern California, and their struggle to prevent the flooding of the sacred land they have called home for centuries. I'm Tina Rubio, and this is Making Contact, a program connecting people, vital ideas, and important information. drastically changed the geography of the state since it was built in the 1940s. To farmers it's been a miracle turning desert into fertile land but it's also come at a steep price for the original inhabitants of the land on which it was built. With water increasingly scarce the state of California wants to raise the dam to increase water production from the McLeod River. But the land that would be flooded has been home to